Welcome back to the Always Aggressive Podcast. Corey Paul Tanner lifts it. Head coach Tony Ursland. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, boys. The, uh, the Click Team Las Vegas Invitational has wrapped up. We went out there. We got a bunch of dudes on the podium and uh, a, a lot of good, a lot of not so good. As you, would, as you would expect in a, in a tournament of this size at this point in the season. Let's uh, let's just, let's focus on the good to start with, Coach. Uh, overall, seven placers uh, out of 10 guys. That's, uh, that's, that's pretty darn good. Yeah, no, it, there was. There's a lot of good. I mean, you kind of mentioned it as a coach. We always look back on where maybe you missed, lost a crucial match or a crucial situation. But overall, it should be noted, man, seven place winners. And uh, that eighth guy, uh, Michael Wolf, was in the blood round and lost in overtime. So we were an eyelash away from having eight on the podium, which only Nebraska had more. You know, Nebraska had the eight place, place winners. We had seven. Uh, and so simply just differentiated by where on the podium we were at. Hence, you know, what we're going to have to go to work on the next two weeks, a couple of things. But great depth up and down the lineup. The guys wrestled hard. Uh, which I love, right? Like we competed well. It's going to come down to consistency and fixing some situations for us. You know, you use the word consistency, Tony. And um, that's kind of where my head was going because I look at our last few tournaments as a team. You know, I look at last year's Big Tens, 2020 Big Tens, 2019 Big Tens, excuse me. Um, You look at the last time we were in Vegas when we placed fifth and scored a record amount of points. Um, you know, we had two finalists at Midlands two years ago. Um, you're starting three. to see. No, oh, we no, had three at Vegas. Yeah, three at Vegas. Three Vegas, two at Midlands. You're right. Yep, I got you. Um, but you're starting to see that consistency from Purdue at these major events. How do you process that as a coach? And, and where does it kind of like take you as you continue to push this team? I think it's it shows you are developing your guys. That's what I feel really good about. We're not just trying to lean on one or two guys. We have a number of guys that are performing at a, at a pretty high level. And again, that just means, Hey, you, you have a good room that is pushing each other and paying attention, right? There's, it, it, it shows you there's a lot of really good things going on in your program. And it allows you to focus on kind of that, that next level, right? There's always, to win national championships, there's, there's levels to this thing. And now that we're seeing consistency and competing with, with some of the best teams in the country, right? I mean, you look at, you know, and we're in the big 10 and you had, what was it? Uh, you had uh, Nebraska and Ohio state and Michigan right there at the top. And, and we really had a Western was up there. Yeah. yeah we'll talk about where we could have been third <laughs> in that situation. I just think, that's the big deal. You know what I mean? We are right there. And now you just look, you take the next jump. And certainly you're not trying to be there in December, right? First week in December, we've got a long time, this, you know, another rung on the ladder. And so the goal, like all of these duels and, and situations we've had in November is to make a jump coming out of this. This was a step up in competition, right? Tough two days, several tough matches uh, strung together. I would expect that we're going to make a jump um, you know, in, in both our shape and in our match tactics and, and situational wrestling, because we'll go to work on them now the next two weeks. So I, I just think it shows uh, that the program is strong uh, and consistently competing at a high level. And now it's, it's ready to take the, the next jump is what you're looking for. Um, you know, 
I would be uh, be remiss if I didn't start with the guy who, who scored the bulk of the points for us there in Vegas and uh, Devin Schroeder. Um, he made it to the finals for the second straight time. Um, you know, came up short against a really good guy uh, from Princeton and Pat Glory. But, um, you know, he is uh, he is doing what we anticipated him doing. And it's uh, it's it's pretty darn exciting. Yeah, uh, great effort to make the finals. Um especially showed a lot of character for those who haven't seen his uh, semifinal match wrestled a, a very tough kid Kaler, from, from Oregon state and was down, right. was down four to one. Uh, the kid got away a couple times early on D. And so he had to do it a little different, you know, think of a guy who wants to catch wrists and ride top and turn, you know, he had to go get, get takedowns in the third and then had a ride out to win. And so a, a really strong character kind of a match for him where he had to really compete from behind and go get it done on his feet. And I know, I think he was joking uh, with maybe it was Vega. He said, yeah, yeah, I'm a feet guy now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was coming out of that match. So um, yeah, it, really good, strong showing from him. You know, the, the bitter taste in our mouth is um, we let a couple situations get away from us with, with glory. Now, hey, good kid too, right? Like you've got to be on your game but we made a couple of mistakes that cost us bad. And then that's what, you know, that's the part you go back and work on, but um, yeah, really strong tournament from him and something he could can build on and should only keep fueling the fire, you know, for, for him and his season. A uh, few fun notes about Devin. He's off to a 10 and one start on the year, which is obviously very good. Um, <clears throat> five, was it five of those are tech falls? I'm trying to play yeah. Five of those are tech falls. Um, five of those are shutouts. Um, he, he's doing it in dominant fashion. Uh, he has, he's averaging over 10 points a match as he goes out there and, and is, uh, is able to find ways to score. And he, even, you know, you bring up the Kaler match, that's a good one um, to bring up considering, you know, didn't get a turn, didn't, didn't, wasn't able to really establish himself on top, still scored eight points to, to, to come out on top and, and come away yep. with a win. Um, so he is finding ways to, uh, to put points on the board. Um, 72 back points already this season, eclipsed the 500 back point mark for his career this past weekend, which still leaves him 300 shy of Jake Patassel. <laughs> <laughs> you had to throw that in Uh shout out Patassel though. I mean, outstanding. So you, you got, you got to throw it in. So, um, but yeah, you know, D is, uh, he, he's getting it done and he is getting it done in a, in a dominant fashion and, um, is really, looking strong as we, you know, we near the midpoint of the season. Yeah. And um, I want to emphasize this, like this is something that he should take a lot of confidence from in terms of he, he got it done in different ways. Right. And that's what you want. Uh, you, you don't always get the match to go the exact way you want, where you get on top early and you catch your wrist and you're turning dudes, right? Like him having to go get takedowns in the third to win I thought was awesome. And he should take a lot of confidence from that knowing, Hey, I can win a bunch of different ways in a bunch of different matches if I have to. And then that's a big deal. For sure. Um, speaking of guys uh, getting it done and getting it done in a variety of ways, um, you know, uh, Thomas Panola came out with a third place performance at uh, 197 pounds, um, suffered an early loss, a little bit of an upset and, uh, put his head down and went to work and came all the way back for third, knocking off a bunch of really good dudes in the process. 
Yeah, no, you said it. I mean, the, the guy was the 11 seed, right? Like we're heavy, heavily favored from a seeding standpoint uh, in the quarters there and, and got upset. And, um, you know, proud of Tom in terms of this. He, uh, you took, you take a, an upset loss like that and it's early in the day. And clearly Tom's going into the tournament thinking about winning the tournament. Right? That's where he's at. He's undefeated. He's a top 10, 11 or whatever ranked guy in the, in the country. And he takes a loss. And it's hard. Like when you train like Tom and you take a lot of pride in what he does and that cut him deep, you know, you can see it cut him deep into his soul, right? Like you're on the struggle bus. You, you don't see something like that coming, but, uh, but, but to his character and who he is, man, he picked himself up and he had to come back, you know, in a short turnaround, it was probably, you know, half hour to an hour. He was back on the mat wrestling uh, a quality kid from Stanford. I think it was STEM. It might've been the next match. And, um, you know, he, he well, no, who was it? The Baptist it was kid? Lopez. It was Lopez. Oh, yeah. Was it Baptist? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Stem it was the next morning. Okay. Yeah. That was like 500 matches ago, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but, but he, he came back and he got himself going and you could just see each round by round him getting that momentum back and he kind of recovered, you know, uh, you know, mentally. And so, you know, that's a hard thing. I don't know if people maybe understand that as much as when you go in and you're putting everything into winning, you know, like these guys do, like that's the expectation. The expectation is to, is we're winning this. And then you have something like that happen. You got to get it back quick. And Tom, to his credit, did that. And round by round by round, uh, you saw him kind of, you know, uh, you know, building momentum. And at the end, you know, he's, uh, you know, a good, strong win for third over Woodley there, who was in the semifinals and nationals last year, you know, all American and, and, and was like, maybe was Woodley the one seed in that bracket. Yep. Woodley was the one seed. So we beat the one seed for third, you know, still not as high up the ladder as we wanted. And, and again, we got stuff to work on. Um, but you know, that was, I was proud of him to watch him kind of work back through that, uh, and, uh, and, and not, you know, not kind of let that upset loss, you know, hurt him again and, and, and ruin his tournament. Yeah. There's a lot you can say about Tom right now. Team best 13 and one, um, eight of those, eight of those 14 matches have come against ranked opponents. Um, and a lot of them were there at the tournament. Like you said, he wrestled Nick Stemmett from Stanford, uh, Jacob Cardenas from Cornell, Louis Duprez from Binghamton. Um, and, uh, you know, like we talked about with Devin, you know, Devin had to uh, dig out of that early hole against Kaler. Uh, Tom had to do that a few times, gave up the first takedown to Stemmett, gave up the first takedown to Duprez, gave up the first takedown to Woodley. And, um, I'm seeing you know, a trend here. Didn't yeah, panic. Yeah. I'm seeing, I'm seeing a trend. So what you're saying is we got to work on the first period. Uh, I mean, I'm going to let you do the coaching <laughs> and talk about what we're going to okay. work on. That's okay. not that's not in my wheelhouse. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to stick to, I'm going to stick to what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Now everybody knows Tom's full of juice and it's going to be seven minutes, you know, or however long that match goes uh, of him coming after you. So, um, you know, to his credit, he does, he, he continues to kind of fight. I just would, I would just like not to give up the first takedown. Right. Me, you know, I'm greedy. I'm greedy that way. Greedy. I'm sure Tom is too. Yep. I'm sure Tom is too. Uh, Panola, uh, with the team best 52 takedowns coming out of the weekend. Um, this is a crazy one, Tony, and I, I'm curious to hear you talk about this. Tom has a team most 147 points so far this year. Wow. Just under half of those points have come in the third period. 
Wow. Oh, right. This is why you, tra you train hard. You're in shape. And this is when other people are fading. He's building, you know what I mean? Like he's established that I think already. And this is my, this is my uh, point to the team, right? If they're, if any of those guys listen to this thing is uh, this is why you train hard and why you're in shape because as another guy dissipates, right. in his conditioning and, and then holding up, Tom is really building. Okay. So, uh, you know, we're proud of that and we want everybody to be like that. Um, I just want them to be a little better, maybe position wise coming out. So we don't give up that first takedown because we know, you know, if we're up early or even, even it's really going hard our way late, you know? So, so I'm just thinking of that, you know, getting him on a leg sooner, establishing, you know, kind of the, you know, the, the points going our way earlier in the match, but now it's, that's awesome. And that's a good stat to know um, that those are things that I'm really interested in. I usually don't look towards tell towards more the end of the year when you can really see, you know, uh, trends, you know, there. Um, but but that's an awesome one that he should be proud of. And, and all of our guys should aspire to outscore people in the third. For sure. Uh, moving along through the through the lineup here, uh, we had two other guys make the semifinals in uh, Parker Phileas and Kendall Coleman. Uh both uh, had really great starts to the tournament and then, you know, and, and then faded a little bit late, but still, uh, you know, did a great job and, uh, and, and earned some top spots. And, and like I said, I think it was great experience for both of them, specifically Parker, um, to, uh, to get to that stage, to get to the semifinals of a, of a big tournament. Yeah. Um, and even more than that, I mean, the win was a byproduct of it, but I think part of it was he wrestled an Oregon state kid there in the quarters uh, top 10 ranked kid in some polls, I believe Willits wow. and executed uh, a match plan. Like he really needed to, the kid offered some challenges and some different positions. And so, you know, he, he had to wrestle some things a certain way and he did a great job with that and dominated the match, right. Controlled it from start to finish. And that is a big deal for us, not just getting the win, but being able to execute the way you talk about, right. Like, Hey, here's where he wants to wrestle from. Here's some things he wants to do. Let's approach these situations in this way. And he was really good. He still wrestled hard, still found a way to his positions, but, but executed it in a way that we had asked him to. So I think that's important as you wrestle good people as well. No one, no one, you know, how you want to approach the match. Um, Kendall uh, got to the semis, lost in the semis. Um, yep. And then, you know, we, we pulled him. He, he, you know, had a little, a little, little ding that, we yeah. opted to be more careful about than, uh, to, than running back out there and, and yeah. let it get worse. But, um, yeah, up that's, until that's, that's, that's a me, just so people, that's a me thing, you know, Kendall to his credit, my, my man wants to wrestle, but he, 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 he did have a little tweak. Uh, and so I, you know, I'm just trying to protect the guy, you know, um, no need that that's a brutal tournament, right? That's a tough, uh, yeah. with several more matches to go and, you know, um, you did, I didn't want to risk the season. So that's more of a, of a me thing. You know, Kendall, like I said, to his credit, what wanted to go was ready to go. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to look out for him and, and keep him on the track of, you know, getting better. Well, he not only had two more matches, he had two more matches against top 10 guys. So yeah, yeah. It, it was, yeah. it was no walk in the park. Yeah, no, no, no reason no. to not go wrestle hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the, the interesting note, this is an aside. I know this is in the middle of us going through, guys, but that's part of two where it leaves a salt, bitter taste in your mouth because 
you know, the guy he beat in the quarters uh, and did a nice job against came back for third. So, you know, you're looking, we're thinking we got third place points, which yeah. really puts us up in the mix towards third place as a team. Right. Um, so, you know, in, in retrospect, it, it kind of hurt us, but again, you got to look out for, for, for Kendall and make sure we're, we're doing, you know, doing right by him physically. For sure. Um, you know, you spoke about his win in the quarters, uh, beat Jacob Wright from Wyoming um, in uh you know, the, the score didn't reflect it, but it was fairly dominant fashion. Uh, went out, got takedowns early and, um, and then three, held three, right. I think three takedowns look, look sharp, controlled the match too. As you said, it wasn't like the spread of points wasn't huge, like major decision territory, but again, uh, he, he really controlled the match against a quality guy, right? Clearly the guy comes back through to get third. So, you know, a quality kid, but Kendall, Kendall was looking very sharp, uh, you know, up, up until the semifinal there. Um, I heard you talk about this a little bit on the trip, and so maybe elaborate a little bit on this. But um, and you talked a little bit about this with Parker. Uh, Kendall's been trying some new things, wrestling from some new positions, and um, he seems to be really taking to it and uh, and and showing success, some success from it. Yeah, you know, you, you want to continue to develop your toolbox. You know, you don't want to be the same guy or just a one-dimensional guy, and. So we've been working on some things that, that I hope, especially, you know, when you get down to the end of the year, um, you're comfortable with that you can execute in, in a lot of different situations against anybody. You know, it doesn't matter who your opponent is. So um, I'm happy to see Kendall working on this. He's not getting away from it when matches get tight for different people. He continues to show that he has a handle of, of what we're trying to do. Um, also love seeing Kenny uh, go out and get the fall in one of his early matches. Um, yeah hit a nasty cradle and, and rolled backwards through to, to stick the guy. I think it was his first fall in a couple of years. And, uh, you know, yeah, I think he was, ex he was excited about, it. he got that little, that little side smile that he, he pulls out when he, you know, he's, he's his coy look to him when, when he's excited about something. So it was pretty cool to see him put some bonus points on the board. Yeah, no doubt. Um, other place winners. Uh, let's see. I've gone through Devin, Tom, Parker, Kendall, Garrett Ninehouse, no. Max Lyon, Matt Ramos. Matt Ramos. There you go. Matt I was waiting Ramos. for you to get to Ramos. There we go. Those guys all came through, uh, finished, you know, wrestled to the seventh, eighth place match. Um, Max finished seventh. Matt and Garrett both finished eighth. Um, but uh, again, you know, you talk about these big tournaments and, you know, everything is trying to mimic big tens and nationals. And so those guys getting in a situation where they uh, could get to the blood round and <clears throat> needed to get a win to get those team points. Um, I got to think that that's nothing but great experience. Yeah. You, you learn from being in the battles and, and, and those guys were in the battles all weekend long. They had to make weight back to back days. That's part of it. Right. And so that, that was all a uh, good experience. And, and again, it, they competed hard, which I love that takes that part out of the equation. Now it's situations, you know, Matt, Ram I'll, I'll highlight Matt Ramos. Mm -hmm. He's up one with short time left. And, uh, and we let a guy on our leg and gave up a late takedown, you know, to, to lose right. And that was in his place match. And so handling, you know, 20 seconds left and how you need to execute you know, both from offensive or defensive, uh, you know, standpoints is big. And so it, 
we're, we'll go back and we're going to work on how we handle that situation better. The more times you're in that, the better you're going to handle it, right? Just like anybody with practice. So there, it's good. It's all good. It stings your, it stings your rear end when you drop a match because of that, you know, and it stings, but, uh, but we'll learn from it and, and it will serve us well. Absolutely. Um, anything else about Vegas, Corey? Uh, just another quick question about, about Ramos. I, I, it always draws my attention when, uh, when somebody loses to the same guy twice in a tournament, he lost to the kid from Navy in the first round, then battled back and had to see him again on the backside. Uh, you, you wonder, man, it's sometimes it's just a tough matchup. Sometimes, you know, you, you run into a guy who just, he, he's a tough matchup for you. That kid ended up getting fifth from an unseated spot he, and, and, and you know Ramos yep. performed well uh, beyond seeing that that kid from Navy. So it, does that play into your evaluation at all, or, or not? I, I know you're more of a process yeah. than a results guy. Well, and I've talked about this maybe before, but it goes to just your kind of a scheduling standpoint. We've already talked about it's a good tournament, two days. It mimics a lot of things at the end of the year too that are good, but you also see these people that we may not see again until nationals, yeah. right? So now you have a good, you got film on a guy, you, you felt him, right? You felt him a time or two. And so when you go into that match at the end of the year, maybe at NCAAs, you have a better approach, right? And, that, and that's a good thing. And that's why you go to these, these tournaments, you know, um, you're going to see good quality competition, which is going to prepare you for the end of the year. And at least that's how we look at it is, you know, it's, it's about, you know, getting your guys ready in the best way possible and, and, and pushing them, you know, put, getting them pushed so they'll grow and develop. We don't tend to grow if, if we're not pushed, right? Yeah, I think that's always part of the process. And so, again, Matt's going to come back and he's going to work on what he's got to do and it's going to make him better. I also love the way the schedule sets up so that, like you said, you've got all these things to work on. you got three weeks mm -hmm. to work on them. And then you get to see, yep. you know, okay, boys, go do it again. Let's see how you compete at another big tournament. What'd you learn? And how'd you grow and what else can we work on? It's, it's, it's a really good. Yep. Uh, I love that these, these big invitations are back, man. It's there's, there's nothing like it. Yeah. Great event, man. Great, great. They're great events for sure. A lot of fun. And there were a lot of people talking that way about it. <clears throat> you know, I was over with a lot of the guys from Intermat and flow and, and uh, some of the different people in the media and, and whatnot. And even some of the other coaches from other schools, they're just like, man, it's, good to be back yeah it's good to have it's good to have a good tournament with great teams and lots of depth and all these all these exciting matchups that are coming because you know a year ago a year ago we didn't get any of this mm -hmm. it's, been, it's been a long yeah. time since we got to see these kind of fireworks i i will say this so i laughed hysterically because uh i forget we had a guy who had a match it might have been michael wolf was wrestling one of the middle rounds you know late in the day on the first day. And um, it was a wild call, right? I mean, you know, you get, people have watched Michael now a few matches. He's going to put you in some awkward situations. Okay. It's going to be tough on the official too. And, and there was a, what I would say was a really suspect call, um, you know, on the, on the mat. And, and they're trying to sort it out with going back through and talking about it. And both sides are upset, right? Like, uh, you know, um, I wasn't in the corner because I had just come over from another match. So I think it was Vega. Vega was upset. The other, the other coach on the other side was upset. 
And, and I looked at a guy with, with all these coaches screaming, like, yeah, this is, this is what we wanted, huh? We, we, we missed this. This is something we've been, we've been waiting for here. To, so we could all stand over here in the center of the mat, all heated and fired up and <laughs> torqued off. I said, this is what we missed. And, uh, and, I, and I think it was, uh, it might've been the Cornell trainer, but he, he, this guy and I had a good chuckle just because of the absurdity of it, right? Like you're happy and you're tortured at the same time. <laughs> over this is what we wanted this is what we asked for two years it of pent-up frustration for a bunch of pissed off coaches i love it yeah 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 exactly so it's you know it's it's, it's that stuff you love it and you hate it because it runs you through the ringer but you love it yeah you definitely come out of that tournament um emotionally spent yeah the highs and the highs and lows over two days like you finish and you're just like you get into the chair and you just kind of like slump and you're like whoa that was a lot. I, I know that was a lot because we had eight guys wrestling really deep into the tournament, and that's great. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know uh, I'm not in any way, shape, or form comparing what uh, what we do to what, what y'all do. You're a lot more dialed in, a lot more focused. But at every big tournament I've ever been at, like hour nine on day one, you just you get that thousand yard stare. And for a moment, <laughs> you, have to, you have to snap yourself out of it, but you know. Yeah, as worn out as you are, thirty-six hours after it's over, you can't wait for the next one. Yeah, well, when you work hard and you're invested like that, Corey, right? Like you're invested in what you guys do and want to do a good job. Same way with us and the kids, you know, it's you're all in, and that is uh, uh, that emotional investment takes a toll, uh, as it should, because you care. For sure. Speaking of what's next, um, guys are all getting ready for finals. Yep. Um, they're gearing up. So hopefully, hopefully, you know, real strong, uh, strong academic finish to the semester. And then uh, we got one more competition before we uh, head into the holiday. And uh, this one is a pretty special one for you. We are going to head west to uh, tropical Humboldt, Iowa. Uh, the hometown of not just Purdue head coach Tony Erzlin but also Iowa State head coach Kevin Dresser. And we are going to duel the Cyclones in uh, Humboldt High School's gymnasium. Uh, should be a pretty incredible event. Should be great. Um, you know, yeah. we're going to wrap up finals literally. Uh, you know, Saturday they finish and we're jumping on a bus and heading to Humboldt. And then Sunday afternoon we're going to wrestle the Cyclones. Um, you know, ranking-wise, right, they just came out yesterday, I think the NWCA dual poll and – um we're 15 and iowa state's 13 so uh, another rank matchup so you got the connections with humble and in iowa right where people love their wrestling and it's going to be a packed gym so going to be a great way to wrap up this first semester uh for us and then we'll we'll kick the kids off you know to uh to christmas vacation they can get home and see their families and loved ones and and just kind of decompress a bit uh, before we come back. So uh, really looking forward to this for a lot of reasons. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be good at the core of it. At the end, it's two good teams with a lot of quality individuals and, and we're going to get a, a lot of high level wrestling. Um, you say it's going to be a packed gym and I don't think people necessarily have a full grasp on what that means. Mm -hmm. um, tickets for this event were in such high demand that they had to do a lottery system to see who, who could get them and who could get in. Yeah. So um, what did you say? The gym seats, like maybe 1300. 
Um, maybe 15 now with the, I think they're doing chairs down to Matt's side. It's going to be on a stage and the chairs come down to the mat side as well. So yeah, it's going to be, it'll be standing room only. Uh, they may have overflow, you know, out in the, the auditorium or something. So it, it's going to be interesting. Should be, uh, should be pretty awesome. There's a lot of good matchups uh, on paper. Yep. For that duel um, should be a lot of, should be a lot of ranked versus ranked. Um, as we get up and down the lineup, but um, definitely something. I'm not looking forward to the eight-hour bus ride. No, um, <laughs> but I am. I'm, I am very much looking forward to the duel. Yeah, it, it, it'll be great. Um, looking forward to it myself. Uh, obviously, I'll have a lot of friends and family in the crowd, and then um, you know, there's there's always the sentimental value. You know, how many guys get to go back? You know, I've been out of school. It'll be 30 years this summer. You know, it'll be my 30 year class reunion the next summer. I would have thought it was, I, I would have thought it would have been more. I, <laughs> I know. But uh, how many people get to go back and compete in their gym, you know, that many years later? So it's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's just going to be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. And then to go into Christmas break, you know, is going to just kind of add to it. Do you think that the local fans understand that you and Dresser are not going to wrestle? <laughs> or do you think people are, are, are expecting that matchup? Well, because I'm staring down 30 years and he's staring down more. Um, I, I was hoping that would just be understood. <laughs> I thought that was match 11. You know? I thought that was the, uh, the extra. Match that was, yeah. <laughs> that was the, that was the fine print in the contract. I didn't read. Yeah. Right. Right. I got you. <laughs> Here we go. A few, uh, a few fun facts. Hey, we've, we've, we've talked about, about extra countable matches this year. So I guess it's yeah. Extra countable match. Extra countable match. I like it. I love it. Well, and after that, and after that, uh, Iowa, Iowa State duel, it might be a boxing match. You know, I don't. (laughs) No holds barred. I have not, I have not caught up to Kevin yet to ask him about that, but uh, I'm sure that was a heck of a scenario scenario at at the duel this weekend. So yeah, I I laugh. You'll get the full story here in a couple of weeks. Yes. Yes, I will. Yes, we will. Fun, fun notes about Humboldt, Iowa. It, it's wild that uh, that there's two, you know, high-level D1 wrestling coaches from the same town, considering the town, uh, the population over that town hasn't cracked 5,000 in the census ever. Uh, currently yep. 4,700 people from, from Humboldt, including, uh, according to their Wikipedia page, baby, I'm going deep on this one. Uh, 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 notable people. You're going to love this list. It's Jack Clancy. Clancy, the former football player for the Dolphins. They got uh, uh, Frank Gotch, world heavyweight champion in, uh, yep. in wrestling back in the, well, a century ago. They've got uh, Harry Reasoner, news correspondent for CBS and ABC. Uh, Dick Schultz, yep. the exec director of, of U.S. Olympic Committee and a, a former college sports coach. Kevin Dresser's on here. Yep. Tony Ursland's not. I, don't I know, I know, damn it. Who what do I got to, to do? About what do, I gotta do? We, we got to get on there and change that Wikipedia page. I was just saying, can't we edit Wikipedia? Isn't yes. that like the thing? That we can actually get on there and change it if we want to. Put it on Tanner's to do list. How do we get into Wikipedia on the back end here? <laughs> we got to do it. <laughs> well, yeah. Do you have a chip on your shoulder about it? Or there you go. Well, no, yeah. material from Wikipedia. It's all, it's all good. When you're pumping the team up for the duel, and say, damn it, I'm not even on the Wikipedia page. 
<laughs> so much That'd disrespect. Be an motivational talk, wouldn't it? I'd, I'd have a lot of guys looking back at me like, "What? What are you talking about?" <laughs> They'd really think I went off the deep end. Yep. <laughs> they already think that, Urs. We 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 all know that. Yep. <laughs> well, I, I I didn't lose my shirt in Vegas. We, 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 I was we, wondering. I was wondering. We weren't going to talk about it if you did. Didn't lose my shirt in Vegas. That was a good thing. Had a good time with uh, with Leroy and and uh, and Sue Flown. The three of us buzzed around the tables a little bit here and there. It was it was a good time watching uh, you know watching each other play. We um, it was funny. I was I was playing on a craps machine and uh, Leroy just came up and just like stuck money into the machine and said, "I, I want to bet." And had no idea what was going on. He's just like, I want to bet. <clears throat> and he threw, he threw a bunch of money out there on a, he's like, doesn't understand the game. He's always like, put it all on the nine. And I was like, okay. Sure. Bold move, Cotton. Bold move. It worked out for him though. We hit like four or five of them, like, right. Like in a short amount of time. So he, he was, it was, it was pretty funny because he had no idea what was going on. But every time nine came up, everybody got really excited. So it was, it was pretty funny. <laughs> See, and I didn't even make it to the tables. I had to live vicariously, Corey, through through these guys' stories. Wow. And I didn't see any of it. You're so dialed in. Head coaches' problems or something. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, it was uh, overall a good trip. I got my in and out burger. I was I was happy about that. Animal style. We went back. We went back to the pepper mill, Ursland. That's that's becoming yeah. a tradition. Good. Pepper mills, uh, yeah, always always great. Treats us well. A lot of food. Uh, we got to do that usually the first night or two and get it out of the way before the tournament starts. But a lot of food. Never disappoints. Awesome. Awesome. I well, think uh, I think that's all we got. Yeah, I think so too. I hope, I hope the next couple of weeks go good for the guys in the classroom and good for you in the, uh, in the wrestling room coach. And uh, we'll, we'll uh, I'm not sure if we'll get back together here before the Iowa state yep. duel. If not, enjoy that bus ride. And uh and go get that win. Hey, one last thing I'll, I'll point out just so people know too, uh, this has been going on, but we had guys at an open tournament this past weekend, oh, uh, yeah. Wisconsin park side, uh, had two winners there with Norris and, and Reynolds, oh, uh, both one number of place winners that did well. Um, so, so kudos to them. I just want to throw that out. We got other guys doing a, doing a good job other places and they're the next wave, right? They're the future. Um, and then we also have the Cleveland state open where it looks like we're going to probably have 10 guys or so over at Cleveland state this weekend, um, while I'm at Ironman recruiting. So I'm going to be off at recruiting at Ironman and then we'll have our, our coaches. I think most notably Sue Flown is going to be working that trip. So keep an eye out for, for our kids. Uh, like I said, it was a Jim cook. I think it's cook K O C H open at Parkside. Gosh, yep. I'm sure. Um, but that that if you want to find results there and then this weekend will be Cleveland State. So just giving a nod, you know, we talk a lot about these other guys at these tournaments, but we've got kids competing at opens and doing a good job. So you can follow them as well. For sure. In addition, yeah, Stony Buell wrestled all the way back for for around 30, ran out of matches. Uh, yep. Cooper Norrie, same deal. Tristan Ruhlman wrestled back for third. Um, overall, really strong showing for our young guys. Yeah, Ben Venadia. Um, yeah, Venadia was second. Up, um, after, you know, he'd been out for a little while, right? Uh, ben had been sick this fall and missed some time in the practice room. So this was his first 
time back, uh, you know, in the finals. So, uh, yeah. Always great to hear about the future. We talk, we talk so much about the present, but uh, that's good for those dudes. Uh, I know they work so hard. Well, Ursland preaches to stay present, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, his, that's his thing. Stay, stay, in, stay in the now. Heard that one. Be where before. your feet are. Be where your feet are. Okay. All right. Isn't that, about, like, isn't that the same as, you know, be in the now? Be where your feet are? Yeah, I'll get on with that. But what if I'm laying down? I don't know, but the, the fact the fact that that can, Tanner's really got me wondering. Go ahead, man. Let me get back to me on where you arrive with that. All right, I will. Still okay. in the pepper mill. Appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, <laughs> thanks. We'll leave it there. I'll uh, catch you down the road. Boiler up. <laughs>